It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it into a Monday. Yeah, I made it here today. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Monday, May 2nd, Derby Week. It's my favorite week because it's a three-day work week. I'm just kidding about that. I love what I do. I'm retired from my real job. So, this is fun. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. But a three-day work week. Bats baseball on Thursday and then uh, Oaks Day. I guess we'll have wall-to-wall coverage of horse racing on Oaks Day up until Bats baseball Friday night. But three-day week for me. Looking forward to uh, the entire spectacle that is Kentucky Derby Week in the bluegrass. I'll be at the pill pool today as uh, we get the post position draws for the Oaks and the Derby, 2 o'clock in the Aristides Lounge on the second floor at Churchill Downs. Uh, going out there, looking forward to seeing some friends, hanging out, and uh, hearing from some of the trainers, some of the owners, what they think their Derby horses' chances are. We'll, I'll be out there for that uh, event this afternoon. It's a non-sleep week. It's a non-sleep week because starting, I guess, Thursday, really, there's not any sleep, right? Got a lot going on. I I was glad they moved the Pegasus Parade to Sunday. All right, I had something else to go do. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. What's your favorite event or favorite part of Derby Week? You can give me that on the Thornton's text line if you like, 502-414-1450. Don't forget Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text machine, 502-414-1450. It's not only horse racing today, although that's huge. NFL draft recap, Desmond Ritter, local quarterback, St. X product. Cincinnati Bearcat was the second quarterback drafted. Went in the third round, number 74 overall to the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk about that. More NFL news, more Major League Baseball news. Major League Baseball yesterday had to get their rosters down, or maybe it's today. They had to get their rosters down from 29 players to 26 players. Now, I've railed on the fact, on the belief, not the fact, the belief that there's something going on with the baseballs causing this lack of offense through the first month of the season. Every stadium now has a humidor. The pitchers are complaining that the balls feel bizarre, that that, uh, they're different, and every day they're different. You may have a ball that feels one way on a Monday and a different ball feels a different way on a Tuesday. A lot of hit-by-pitches this year, and the pitchers are complaining the lack of consistency with the feel of the baseball. But part of this is you've had three extra guys on your roster because of a shortened spring training. I like it. It's smart. You get a few extra guys on your roster. Pitching doesn't falter. You don't have guys throwing too many innings because they didn't get a a valid spring training. But we're going back to 26-man rosters today. We go back from 29 to 26. So these – 
15, 16-man, 17-man bullpens are no longer a thing. I expect the scoring to go up because I do believe the fact that you could rest relievers longer, they didn't have to pitch as many innings, starters the same because you had a deep pitching staff, you're going to have to leave starters in maybe a little longer than you would have, and you're going to have to leave relievers in maybe a little longer than you would have. We'll see. I think the, the this next week we'll see if it was actually a factor. We'll see if the scoring goes up. I believe it will. So we'll talk about that. Playoff basketball, NBA playoff basketball. Look, if you tell me, and I've I've, I've been on this high horse forever. If you tell me you love basketball, but you don't like the NBA, then you don't love basketball. You're lying to me, and you're lying to yourself. Case in point, Golden State at Memphis yesterday. It was all that a playoff game should be. It was all that a basketball game should be, and there was never a lack of excitement in the entire 48 minutes of that game. John Morant might be the most exciting player to watch in the NBA right now, and you can you can throw any name at me you want, any you want. LeBron, Luka, Giannis, Steph, throw them all out there. John Morant, he may not be the best player, he's the most exciting player to watch right now. Um, as far as my pick on Friday night went, uh, I gave you Memphis. Memphis covered. So another winner. I'll try to give you two more tonight. Two more series get started tonight. Philadelphia and Miami. Dallas and Phoenix. Game one in both of those. This is the time. This is when it's great. Now those first round series, they were pretty good. None of them went seven games. So you didn't get a game seven. Um, the favorites, for the most part, won. The one, two, three, and four seeds, I think they may have all won. Um, Milwaukee beats Boston yesterday in game one, 101-89. I'm not happy about that as a Celtic fan, but Milwaukee now leads the series 1-0. They steal home court advantage for the rest of the series. Giannis had 24 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. He was great. Uh, Drew Holiday, 25 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. What Milwaukee's done since Chris Middleton got hurt is said to the rest of the league, we're not just Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. We got some other guys that are pretty good. As painful as it, as it is to say, Grayson Allen's pretty good. Brooke Lopez, pretty good. Drew Holiday, really good. Really good. It's a Milwaukee team. They're the defending champs. And there's no reason to think they won't be back in the finals this year. I picked them before the playoffs started. I said, Milwaukee's going to the final. Now, Middleton got hurt in the middle of that first-round series against Chicago. They didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat. Uh, so you got Holiday. You got Bobby Portis, who stepped into that starting role. Wesley Matthews, I guess, is there as well. Bobby Portis had a double-double yesterday. Or Yeah, yesterday. Grayson Allen at 11 points off the bench. Pat Connaughton, the Notre Dame kid, you know, he just comes in and shoots three-pointers. Makes He made uh, two out of four yesterday, eight points. Serge Ibaka is one of the bench players. 
I mean, they it's a talented roster that you don't think is that talented because everything goes through the Greek freak. And Boston, this happens every year. Or at least this is the narrative every year for some team. You come in hot, you win your first series, four games to none, and then you have to wait a week, in some cases, to play your next game. And all of a sudden, what's the word? Rust. Rust sets in. I looked on the Celtics' Twitter account after the game. Ah, boy, we were rusty. Hey, you just didn't play well. You didn't, you didn't play offense very well. You didn't score the basketball. Jason Tatum had 21, but he was 6 of 18 from the field. Well, he's rusty. Did they not practice? Jalen Brown, 12 points, 4 of 13 from the field. Yeah, he was rusty. I, I hate that narrative. I hate it. You swept the Brooklyn Nets, all right? There's no reason to believe. There's no reason to not be ready to play against Milwaukee at home in game one against the defending world champions. There's no excuse. But the Celtics did not look ready to play. And those comebacks they made against Brooklyn, those runs they had in the third and fourth quarters against Brooklyn, Milwaukee doesn't let you have those runs. Brooklyn is not a good defensive team. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, those guys don't want to play defense. Milwaukee, they play defense. The Celtics are widely considered the best defensive team in the league. Celtics, Golden State, Milwaukee is probably the best defensive team in the league. The numbers don't lie. The Celtics have the best defensive numbers, but sometimes they fib a little bit. The numbers get in the way of the truth sometimes. And the truth is Milwaukee's a really good perimeter defensive team. Long arms, challenging shots. There's a reason Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went a combined 10 for 31 yesterday, and it wasn't rust. Game two is Tuesday, 7 o'clock TNT. Boston is a four-point favorite early there. Um, look, I took Milwaukee yesterday. I took the four. I did. I took the four. Didn't need the four. Milwaukee is really good. And Milwaukee-Phoenix rematch in the finals is not only not out of the question, it's exactly what I picked to happen. Golden State-Memphis was a different animal yesterday. That game was incredible. 117-116. Golden State wins it on the road. They steal home court. Ja Morant running scoop layup at the buzzer. Didn't go. Um, you know, everybody in the place knew. Everybody in the FedEx Forum knew Ja Morant was going to get the basketball with four seconds to go. Everybody knew it. He still got to the bucket. He still got a legitimate look at a game winner. Just didn't go in. Not bad defense, but he did get to the bucket or close to the bucket. Draymond Green ejected uh, in the first half. That's one of those games. When you look back on this game, if you're Memphis and you don't win this series and you lose in, let's say you lose in six, maybe seven games, you're going to look back and say, how did we not win the game where Draymond Green got ejected in the first half. Now, I'm old school. I'm grumpy old man. I admit it. 
if Bill Lambeer or Rick Mahorn committed this foul or Charles Oakley, it is a common foul. It might not even be a foul. But in this day and age, because Draymond Green hit the uh, the uh, offensive player as he was going for layup in the head and then grabbed the jersey and pulled him to the ground, it was a flagrant two, and he was ejected. The announcers thought it was going to be a flagrant one. I thought it was going to be a flagrant one in this day and age. They upgraded it to a flagrant two because according to the official – he didn't just hit him in the head. He he reared back and hit him in the head, right? He swung his arm and hit him in the head and then grabbed the jersey and dragged him to the ground. And even though it appeared Draymond Green, who I'm not a big fan of as a basketball – I am a fan as a basketball player because he's not a great scorer. He doesn't have the size to rebound. He's a point forward. He does his job as well as anybody in the league does their job. I just think he's not a good dude. I just think he's a whiner. He's a crybaby and just not a good person. And I think he did pull, I think it was Jordan Poole maybe or Andrew Wiggins, he did pull him down intentionally. Now, you can act like you're helping a guy up. doesn't mean you didn't pull him down intentionally. When Grayson Allen got a flagrant two and Alex Caruso broke his wrist, Grayson Allen looked like he was trying to help him up. You still knocked him down. I was glad he got a flagrant two. I was pulling for Memphis. I loved it when he got kicked out of the game. But if you're Memphis, if you're the Grizzlies, you have to take advantage at home in game one when one of the best players on the other team gets ejected in the first half. You have to. And if Golden State wins this series, they'll look back and say, how did we lose this game? Curry had 24. Jordan Poole off the bench, 31. Jordan Poole has been the most improved player in the league this season. I know John Morant won that award, but he shouldn't have. He, In fact, John Morant gave it to his teammate Desmond Bain, who was one of the most improved players in the league this year. Jordan Poole is on another planet as far as most improved player. Clay Thompson hits a big three, which you expect, and then misses two free throws to give Memphis a chance. That's something you don't expect. I thought Clay is going to hit two free throws. They're going to be up three, and then Memphis is going to have to jack up a three pointer. No, missed them both and looked timid shooting them, like he knew he wasn't going to make them. But boy, he hit a big three. He had a big three-pointer to give them their final points of the game. John Morant, 34 points, nine rebounds, 10 assists. He's going to be great in this league for a long time. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 33 and 10. He was great. Uh, They didn't get much help after those two guys. The other three starters combined for uh, 19 points. Xavier Tillman had two. Dylan Brooks had eight. He was three of 13. Desmond Bain had nine. He was three of 10. Uh, Brandon Clark, 12 off the bench. Uh, Melton, DeAnthony Melton had 14. But again, this, this was anybody's game. Anybody's game. And each possession in the fourth quarter, and I watched this entire game, each possession in the fourth quarter was riveting. It's riveting. 
So don't tell me you love basketball, but you can't watch the NBA because that tells me you don't love basketball. Now, if you want to tell me I love college basketball, okay, and I don't like the NBA, okay, that's fine. But don't tell me you love basketball because there's no better basketball than the NBA playoffs. None. We'll look at tonight's game after the break. Philadelphia at Miami, Dallas at Phoenix. Uh, Sixers going to be – they're behind the eight ball here because they're missing a huge, huge cog. More derby news, some college baseball news, major league baseball news, college football, college – I got it all today. I got it all. College hoops, NFL, uh, whatever you want to talk about. Hit me up on the uh, text machine sponsored by Thornton's, 414-1450. Favorite derby moment. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. 384-1450 for Derby Talk, NBA Playoff Talk, NFL Draft Talk, Major League Baseball Talk, whatever you want to talk about, 384-1450. Or you can give me your opinion on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. Download it today and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses under $25 around with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake for under $25 around. Cart included. Get yours today. Supply is limited. Tony Burke will join me in studio tomorrow. Uh, he's usually here on Wednesday, but since Tuesday's the middle day of the work week for me this week, I thought we'd uh, bring him in on Tuesday. Huh? Good idea? Bad idea? Never have him in? Have him in every day? Give me your opinion. 414-1450. That is the Thornton's text line. So uh, Milwaukee and Golden State win road games to take leads in their series. The other two series begin tonight in the East. It's Philadelphia and Miami. The uh, Sixers without Joel Embiid. Now he's got a torn ligament in his the thumb of his shooting hand, but he played through that. Going to have surgery at the end of the year. Late in their win, over Toronto in game six, he takes an elbow. Now, they had a 29-point lead in the fourth quarter, late fourth quarter, when Joel Embiid took an inadvertent elbow from Pascal Siakam of the Raptors. Joel Embiid is now out indefinitely with an orbital fracture. It's his second career orbital fracture. He had one above his other eye a couple of years ago. And he's also in concussion protocol because of the elbow. He has to get out of concussion protocol before he can even think about coming back. And he has an orbital fracture and a torn ligament in his shooting thumb. Wow. So Sixers are up against it here. You still got James Harden. You still got Tyrese Maxey. But let's be honest. The cornerstone is Joel Embiid. He is a candidate to be most valuable player this year. Probably not going to win it, but 
He was a leading candidate most of the year. And everything in that offense flows through Joel Embiid. Because he won't be available, Miami starts as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. That's pretty big in conference semifinal game, seven-and-a-half. Because you've got the best four teams from each conference left right now in, in theory. Miami's going to be without uh, Kyle Lowry, but Jimmy Butler, who missed game five against Atlanta with a knee, will play, says he's ready to go. And Tyler Hero, who missed game five with a non-COVID illness, is uh, apparently all all unstuffed up now and ready to go. So Miami, big favorites tonight, seven and a half. I'm going to take the heat here. Go ahead and give Buckster from uh, Shavley my picks here. I'm going to take the heat and give the seven and a half. I don't know how you stay in this game without Joel Embiid. I really don't. Bam Adebayo is going to have free reign now. Defensive player of the year doesn't have to guard an MVP candidate. He's going to guard whoever plays instead of Joel Embiid. And I don't even know who that's going to be. I have no idea who that's going to be. I'm going to try to find out. Sixers won that game, by the way, against... Toronto, 132-97. to 97. You know, I know you play the game out. I don't know why he was in the game there. I really don't. So who's going to take Joel Embiid's place in the post? Oh, man. Paul Reed? He averaged three points a game. Um, Marcus Theibel? He's, you know, he's 6'5", average 5.7. Charles Bassey's on the roster, the uh, 6'9", Western Kentucky product. I guess he's got to get some run here. I see no other big men, no other center, nobody listed as a center other than Bassey on the roster. DeAndre Jordan? Now he's 6'11", but I'm not sure DeAndre Jordan's in game shape. So I'm going to take the, the uh, heat tonight, just see how it plays out. You got Jimmy Butler back. He's healthy. You got Bam Adebayo, who doesn't have to guard anybody tonight. I guess he can just get 100 rebounds and, and uh, you know, 20 or so putbacks. Not only will he rebound at will, he should be able to score at will tonight. I don't know who guards Bam. I think about him not guarding anybody. Not guard, having to guard Joel Embiid. Who's going to guard Bam Adebayo? Tyrese Maxey? I mean, Tobias Harris, maybe, going to have to slide down and try to play defense against Adebayo. Harris is 6'7". Going to be rough. Could be a rough night for Philly. And I expect James Harden to just try to take over now, right? You don't have Embiid. You're a ball-dominant point guard anyway. I expect Harden to take 30, 30 shots plus tonight. 30 shots plus. He's going to do a lot of one-on-one, step-back threes, try to get to the bucket and get fouled tonight. That's that's what you got to do if you're the Sixers because I don't know what the answer is without Embiid. And they're going to be missing him probably for at least these first two games. In reality, he probably should be shut down for the season. He needs thumb surgery. He's got a concussion, and he's got a fracture, orbital fracture above his eye. I'm not sure he should be 
going out to dinner, much less playing in an NBA playoff game. Game two, by the way, first game 7:30. Both games on TNT. Game two tonight: Dallas and Phoenix. Game one of that series. Um, who's healthy here? Well, Devin Booker missed three games in the in the uh, Suns' first series. Luka Doncic missed three games in Dallas's first series. Now, Luka scored 33, 30, and 24 in the three games he played after the injury. Um, he had a triple-double two out of three games and missed the third one by one rebound, I think. He's got help now in Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie. This is kind of a, a silver lining, I guess you would call it, that when he didn't play in those first three playoff games and Dallas won two of them without him, Jalen Brunson became a star, had 41 in one game. Uh, and if you're a Dallas fan or you're Mark Cuban or you're coaching, you know, Jason Kidd, you're the coaching staff, you went, this Brunson guy's pretty good. Maybe we'll be okay. And now when we, when we get Luka back, all of a sudden we got another, another option here. Spencer Dimwitty, he's going to shoot. He's going to hit some threes. You know what you get out of him. But Jalen Brunson, when you have a career high, uh, of 41 in a game where Luka doesn't play had opened some eyes. Now, Booker did come in in game five for Phoenix. Or was it game six? I think it was game six. He did come in off the bench against New Orleans in that uh, series-clinching win. Uh, he actually started. He had 13. And the reality here is the Suns got fined $25,000. Because they didn't disclose early enough whether Booker would or would not play, what his status was for game four. Now, to be fair, there's two ways to look at this. Why do I want to tell the opponent if my guy's going to play? But the reality is, because of sports gambling, you have to tell by a certain point what you're planning to do with a player. You have to. You have to, because you can't have people, gamblers especially, not know whether a guy's going to play or not. So, I know twenty five thousand in the NBA is nothing. It's like me dropping a nickel on the floor and not picking it up before I leave the room here. But you gotta let you gotta let people know. I wish it was like the old days. We're not, not going to tell you who we're starting. We're not going to tell you who's going to play. We're not going to tell you who our pitcher is tonight. Phoenix is a five-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. Chris Paul, in that game-clinching win, was 14 of 14 from the field. That is an NBA record for most attempts in a playoff game, most field goal attempts in a playoff game without a miss. And he's, I don't know, 90 years old? I'm not sure. He's 36 years old. He was incredible. And when I watch the Suns play, every time he shoots one of those mid-range 12 to 15-foot jump shots, it never goes just, just goes in. It never swishes. It always hits the rim. It always rolls around. And for whatever reason, I feel like it always stays in. It never rolls out. I don't know what that is. I don't know what kind of voodoo that is, what kind of magic he's got going. I think the Suns are going to get to the finals. I've said that. But I think Dallas is good. Dallas is underrated good. Because 
when we talk about Dallas, all we talk about is Luka. And, and there's a reason for that. He's great. He's great. But Jalen Brunson had 24 in their uh, 98-96 game clincher on Thursday over Utah. Dorian Finney-Smith had 18. They get contributions out of Bullock, out of Powell, out of Kleber off the bench. Uh, Dinwiddie had 19 off the bench the other day. Josh Green. I mean, guys that you don't know. These are no-name guys. But, I mean, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been hurt. It's it's a good Dallas team. I'm taking the points tonight. I just think five and a half is too many. I don't know if Dallas wins tonight. In fact, I don't think Dallas wins tonight. But I'm going to take Dallas in the five and a half. There you go, Buckster and Shapley. Miami minus seven and a half. And Dallas plus five and a half on the road. Remember, both road teams won yesterday. Now, Golden State was favored, point and a half or two, which, which, um, depending on which book you looked at. They didn't cover, but they won. Both road teams won yesterday. I expect both home teams to win tonight. They're bigger spreads tonight, for one thing. And without Joel Embiid, this is the time where you go to the your, your local betting parlor and see what – I don't know what the odds are on uh, Miami sweeping Philadelphia because I'm not sure Joel Embiid's going to get to play. I'm not sure he's going to get to play in this series. He still has to get out of concussion protocol. He's not there yet. He's not there. And you're playing every other day now. There are no – I don't think we have any uh, – there are no three days off. There might be a two days off here here or there. But you're playing every other day. These games show up quickly. And when you're in concussion protocol, they're going to be overly cautious. There was no concussion protocol when uh, Charles Oakley was playing for the Knicks or Bill Lambeer was knocking Michael Jordan to the deck during the Eastern Conference Finals back in the 80s. There was no concussion protocol then. But torn ligament in the thumb, plus an orbital fracture, plus a concussion, I'd be in bed for a month. All right, some quick news, uh, college football related. Will Levis, Kentucky quarterback, he is projected to be a top a, fir- a first-round draft pick next year. In most of these way-too-early mock drafts, you know, the draft just ended Saturday. So we got to have mock draft for next year, right? Got to have mock draft for next year. If you remember, the mock draft from a year ago, Sam Howell was supposed to be a first-round draft pick quarterback out of Carolina. He went in the fifth round. He went in the fifth round. Spencer Rattler was projected as a top-three draft pick. Not only did he lose the job at Oklahoma, he transferred out, and now he'll be a quarterback at South Carolina this season. So don't put a whole lot of stock in a mock draft 363 days before next year's draft. But Will Levis is projected as a first-round draft pick. He just signed a NIL deal, name, image, and likeness deal, with Paul Miller Ford in Lexington. Which means you can see Will Levis driving around campus in a brand new car. And he's getting some cash there. He's getting an influx of cash. Wandale Robinson had an NIL deal with the 
Paul Miller Ford people as well. And UK Athletics has a sponsorship deal with Paul Miller Ford, which means in any commercial or appearance that Will Levis does for Paul Miller Ford, he is allowed to wear his Kentucky gear because Paul Miller Ford already has a deal in line with UK Athletics. It's an interesting little sidebar. If Paul Miller Ford didn't sponsor UK Athletics, then Will Levis would not be allowed to wear his UK jersey or his helmet or whatever UK apparel he has doing a uh, an, a uh, remote signing or an appearance at Paul Miller Ford or a commercial television ad. Wouldn't be able to wear it. But because of a pre-existing advertising dollar connection between the car establishment and the university, he is allowed to do that. A lot of these college athletes are going to be, I mean, this is free agency all of a sudden. It's free agency. You got uh, a couple schools fighting over a receiver right now, and I don't know a lot of the details, but I said this before, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We are at a, at a point now where it's going to be very difficult to regulate any of this stuff. Now, the transfer portal, yesterday was the deadline to get your name into the transfer portal, whether it's college football or basketball, for next season and have no penalty, no sit-out penalty. If you Now, if you want to put your name in the portal today, you can, but – Wherever you land, the NCAA will have to grant you a waiver to play right away. It's not just automatic. You'll have to give them a reason why you put your name in the portal and why you have to go to this new school. And then they will decide whether or not you have to sit out a year or not. You had to have your name in by May 1st for that to not be the case. Keon Brooks, name in the transfer portal. Zan Payne, shocker. His name is in the transfer portal. I wonder where Kenny Payne's son, Zan, at UK, I wonder where he's going to end up. Hmm. That's a poser. That's a tough one. I'm going to think about that one through the break. We'll take a break, come back, tell you some derby news. Also, could this be the worst Reds team and the worst team in Major League Baseball history? You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment. The uh, Thornton's text line is still open. 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show. 414-1450. Or you can call me on the Eminem Cartage hotline. 384-1450. Big X golf cards. They are ready to go. This year's card features Chariot Run, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana, and Old Capitol Golf Club. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round, cart included. All you have to do is go to BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457 to get your 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Once again, those courses are Chariot Run, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake in, at uh, Santa Claus, Indiana, and Old Capitol Golf Club. $25 around, cart included. Get yours today. Supplies are limited. Um, the other thing about the NFL draft I wanted to bring up, six wide receivers were taken in the first round. 
Now, here's how this works every year. Everybody loves who they took. Everybody says, this is who we wanted. Look at our draft board. Jerry Jones actually held up the draft board to show the camera, and his son, Stephen Jones, quickly sort of knocked it down. Said, Dad, don't do that. We can't do that. Because that the only name on that list is not the guy we drafted. There are other names on that list. But these owners and these GMs just want you to know we got the guy we wanted. Well, you know what? Sometimes the guy you wanted went right before your pick. Nobody ever says, well, we took this guy. Now we wanted that guy though. You know, we wanted th- that guy, but he he wasn't available, so we yeah, we we settled for this guy. Nobody no GM ever says we settled. There were six wide receivers taken in the first round. Now here's here's how this plays out. One of them will be a great wide receiver, possibly a, a, a you know, a perennial all-pro, probable wide uh, Hall of Famer. One. Two of those guys will be Terrific, top-notch, all-pro, Pro Bowl players. Two of them will be average uh, NFL wide receivers. They'll be okay. One of them will be a bust. I don't know who's going to be who. I don't know which one's going to be which. You can guess, and your guess is as good as mine or anybody else's at this point. But that's how it works. Everybody loves who they got. He was next. He was on our list. We can't believe we. Here's a great line. We can't believe he fell to us. We can't believe he fell to us. Well, then why did you do your due diligence if you didn't think he was going to fall to you? Why why'd you go see him on his pro day? Why did you have him in for an interview? He wasn't going to make it to you. Oh, we can't believe he was there. Oh, he was he was at the top of our draft board. I know we had the 30th pick, but he was at the top of our draft board. No, the top of your draft board should have been Aiden Hutchinson in Michigan. And you had the 30th pick. You weren't going to get him. But he had to be at the top of your draft board. I love the draft. It's great. There are fun moments. When Desmond Ritter's name got called, I was watching. Um, You know, he's at home in Louisville. His family is going crazy. It was a wonderful scene. These young men, they they put in a lot of work, a lot of time and energy. And they deserve this moment. They do. And I love the fact that Desmond Ritter said, I'm going to go to Atlanta and I'm not leaving until I win a Super Bowl. Great. Right now you're back up to Marcus Mariota. Get in there, work your tail off, learn, um, and you'll get an opportunity at some point. And I hope you do win a Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons. You'll be the first one to ever do that. It is high theater. It's great theater. But in the long run, there are 32 first-round picks. 20 of them will be really good NFL football players. 20. Some of them won't. Some of them will be average. A few of them will be busts. That's the way it works. The Saints made news today. They plan to sign former Kansas City Chief Safety Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. Um, He's not young. He's getting up in the t- along in the tooth, as they say, but he's a New Orleans guy, played at LSU, and he's heading back home. They'll finalize that deal either today or tomorrow. He's back with the New Orleans Saints. All right. Um, L baseball swept Clemson this weekend. If you didn't see that, they are now ranked 10th in D1 baseball. 
the uh, Twitter is at D1Baseball if you want to look at the, the uh, rankings. Tennessee is up to number one, but Louisville is up to 10th. They've won five games in a row now. They go to Vanderbilt, I think, tomorrow. Tomorrow or Wednesday. I think it's tomorrow they go to Vanderbilt for a big game against the Commodores. Uh, major, well, let's do Derby news quickly here. When D. Wayne Lucas has a horse in the Derby. He is 86 years old, the trainer. This will be his 50th Derby horse. That's a lot. That's a bunch. Un Ojo today decided the uh, the uh, people people of uh, Un Ojo decided he was not going to run. So Ethereal Road gets in, which means D. Wayne Lucas has his 50th Kentucky Derby starter. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I'll go out there tomorrow morning or uh, maybe Wednesday morning, and the first thing you see if you go on the backside, and this has been the last few years that I've gone, the first thing you, one of the first things you see is D. Wayne Lucas up on his horse uh, watching his horses work out, watching them gallop around the track. I mean, he's still up early. He's still out on the track. He's still active. He's 86 years old or 86 years young, I should probably say. But that's awesome. The uh, post-position draw for both the Oaks and Derby is at 2 o'clock today. So uh, you can uh, find that online and watch it if you'd like. I think it's going to be locally on Channel 3, Wave Channel 3 with our buddy Kent Taylor. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'm looking forward to the Derby. There's no Bob Baffert. I don't know what that means yet. Tim Yachtin is the acting, basically the acting Baffert. He's taken over all of Bob's horses. He's got a couple in the Derby here as a trainer. Um, I don't know if we ever see Bob Baffert. If I'm Bob Baffert, I got a lot of money. I got a lot of records that uh, probably won't be broken. I can ride off into the sunset, no pun intended. I can get on one of my horses and ride off into the sunset. I got a two-year ban from Churchill Downs from the Kentucky Horse Racing Association. I've got New York, the NYRA's banned me for two years now. I'm not young. Why do I want the headache anymore? I understand he loves it. He loves training horses. He loves winning races. I get that. I don't know why he wants the headache anymore. I really don't. I really don't. And I'll miss Bob Baffert uh, when I go out to the morning workouts tomorrow. I'll miss him. He was a, he was a fixture back there. And you know what? You put a microphone up, Bob's going to tell you something. Bob Baffert's going to tell you something. I'd love to get a microphone in front of Bob Baffert right now, but that's not going to happen. All right, the Reds got swept this weekend in Colorado. Remember, they were 2-2. Two and two. You remember that? The Reds opened the year against Atlanta, and they were 2-2. Two and two. They are 3-19 and 19 now. Colorado beat the Reds 10-4, 4-3, to and 10-1 yesterday. Um, the Reds play the Brewers in a series starting tomorrow. They are 3-19. and which basically means they've they're one and seventeen in their last eighteen games. Worst National League start since the eighteen ninety nine Cleveland Spiders. Yes, uh, I covered that team. Eighteen ninety nine Cleveland Spiders. Jonathan India, Rookie of the Year last year, second baseman, went on the injured list yesterday. It's not getting better, folks. 
the only time I, I even consider watching the Reds, and I've got the Major League Baseball extra innings package, so I got all the games. The only time I even consider watching the Reds is when Hunter Green's pitching because I know I'm going to see 20 or so 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. And one of them might get hit a mile and a half, but the rest of them are going to be swung and missed. Hunter Green is really good. That's it. Hunter Green's really good. What can I say good about the Reds? Hunter Green's really good. That lineup is awful. Awful. And now you you lose India. Joey Votto's not hitting. Uh, yeah, Kyle Farmer's the shortstop. You got Moustakis in there. Nick Senzel, it's awful. It's it's painful to watch. Could they be the worst team in the history of baseball? I remember that Baltimore Oriole team with Cal Ripken Sr. was the manager, started 0 and I want to say 24. There have been teams that have lost 100-plus games, 105 I got to look up what the record is. Most games lost in the major leagues. If you got it, text it to me, 414-1450. The Reds are 3-19. and They could go 42-120. and I have no doubt they could do that. Every year, my brother-in-law and I, every year until this year, I should say, we bet over on number of Reds wins in the season. He texted me this year, and he said, hey, week for the season, what are we going to bet here? Are we going to bet over on the Reds again? It's 74 and a half wins. And I texted him back. I give myself credit. I always usually just say, sure, why not? Gives you a reason to watch the games, a little, little fun. It's a $50 bet over a six-month period of time. It's a lot of fun. And I usually say, yeah, no problem. Let's, let's do that. This year I sent back to him, they're going to be awful. I really don't. I really don't want to bet over. I don't want to bet under because I don't want to sit at home and pull against the Reds. But I said, I don't, I don't, no, I'm out. I don't know if he bet it or not, but this is the first year in probably 10 years we didn't make that bet. I think I saved myself $50 because they are awful. I, I know Matt didn't get a chance to talk about it on the Hoosier Report. He didn't have Chad on today. But winning time, the Lakers, uh, the rise of the Lakers dynasty, part nine was last night. Next Sunday is the uh, the uh, season finale. Ten, tenth episode next Sunday. Last night was fantastic. You had Dr. Jerry Buss's mom passing away. The Lakers getting to the playoffs, actually getting to the finals. Um, but the Spencer Haywood story was incredible. Spencer Haywood apparently was released from the team right before the finals because he fell into drug abuse after he promised Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he would not do that. He would be fine. It was uh, it was riveting. And what struck me is I kept looking at the guy playing Spencer Haywood thinking, I know this dude. Where do I know this guy from? It's the same actor that years ago played the star linebacker in Remember the Titans. As soon as I looked it up, I went, oh, yeah, that's it. That's him. I was perplexed for a long time. All right, Tony Burke joins me tomorrow. I will talk to you then. Enjoy your derby week. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.